0: Hey, welcome back to Pigeonel Hockey. This is Chris, and today's co-host Sebastian. Hello, hello. And you know us, we're just a goalie and a goon that have taken one too many pucks or fists to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any hockey games, news, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Sebastian, on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the very recent National Women's Hockey League draft. This is the first one they've ever done live. It was streamed live on Twitch. And yeah, it was really exciting to finally see a draft happen live for the NWHL.
1: Yeah. And it's good to see, you know, the the partnership with Twitch continues on and, um, you know, hopefully they continue this on to the season next year. And I'll get some more eyes on the game.
0: It was really exciting to see just the the talent that was announcing the new NWHL talent. Like you had really big names from all across the sports world announcing who the draft picks were. So that was really exciting to see.
1: And, it, and it's cool to kind of have that, you know, tied in. And uh, I think the more the more they make it, a, you know, not, I won't say a spectacle, but the more they make it a spectacle, the more eyes want to go to it. And obviously the faster and the better it grows.
0: Yeah, and thousands of people were watching with us live on Twitch that evening as the draft happened on Tuesday, June 29th. So it was exciting to watch, and it was exciting to see the the new round of athletes get selected into the NWHL. So let's start right off with the uh, the first pick in the draft went to Connecticut, and they selected... Taylor Gerard, the 23-year-old forward from Macomb, Michigan. This honey-baked program product spent three years with Lindenwood University before transferring to Quinnipiac during the 1920 season, and averaged more than a point per game this past season for the Bobcats.
1: Yeah, and then when you talk about a point per game, uh, especially you know at the NCAA level, um, you're talking about a pretty good player. So I mean, there's no doubts, you know, why they went at this pick. I think you know in in the bubble. Uh, Maybe they were missing a little firepower, and I think this is definitely – this this, this, this player, this pick, will fit perfectly into what they were doing.
0: Yeah, and my guess is because Connecticut traded up to get this pick, so they actually traded Buffalo for the first overall pick. So they definitely had their eyes on Taylor. And they wanted her to be a part of their organization. And just looking at her statistics here with the Bobcats, it's no surprise that they went after her and actually traded up to get her. But then Buffalo ended up with the second pick, and they selected Emily Harley, the 22-year-old defender from Syracuse, New York. She served as the captain for the Ontario Hockey Academy Prep before spending her collegiate career with Robert Morris University. She's had three consecutive seasons with at least 10 points and accrued 39 block shots in her senior year alone.
1: Yeah, and I think if you, again, look back at kind of the the bubble, you know, Buffalo did have a few issues there uh, on the defensive side. And I think you're kind of getting a set defenseman here. I mean, if you're blocking 39 shots um, in an NCAA season, that's quite a bit. Um, And saying she's done something like this uh, consistently. Um, you know, if you're looking at the stats that kind of have her assists in gold, which, I mean, if you got if you got a defenseman back there that can make uh, nice passes and, you know, break out passes, it, it makes the offense very easy.
0: Yeah, they definitely needed to get more support in the back end there for Carly Jackson, who just, I think she faced a stupid amount of shots during this past season in the draft bubble there in Lake Placid. And Buffalo definitely is addressing that need with with emily so congratulations emily for joining my beach brigade i couldn't be any more excited about that gonna shout out the beach brigade so go buffalo toronto had the third i will just say toronto had the third fourth and fifth pick so they made a lot of movements in the last two seasons to accrue three first round picks this 2021 draft and with their third overall pick they selected megan Berez, the 21 year old from north vancouver british columbia She is a JWHL, North American Hockey Academy program product. She represented Canada at the under-18 World Juniors and has spent her collegiate career with Boston College. Her last year as captain, in fact. But she's played a total of 132 games and accrued 38 points for the Eagles.
1: Yeah, and if you think of the Eagles, both women's and and men's NCAA program, um, they're big into leadership, they're big into, you know, what people can bring to the program, to the city, to, you know, to the school, to, to the league. Um, and I think if you're bringing in a captain from that program, you're bringing in leadership to your locker room right away.
0: Boston College is known for producing those quality players and, and no no surprise she came out of this program. Now... Toronto had the fourth pick overall, and they selected Tatum Skaggs, this 22-year-old forward out of Heartland, Wisconsin, as a product of the Milwaukee Junior Admirals and Chicago Mission. Before her collegiate career with The Ohio State University, where she averaged almost a point per game and served as the alternate captain for her final season with the Buckeyes. She currently shows committed to the Vienna Sabres of the European Women's Hockey League. So I don't know how that works. She's been drafted, so I don't know if she gets... I don't know. Off of Prospect, she shows that she's going to be playing with the Vienna Sabres. I don't know if she's actually going to beat the Toronto Six or the Vienna Sabres or how those league interactions work.
1: Yeah, and I mean, this is just another one, another pick coming from, you know, a great program. I mean, both men's and women's, obviously, Ohio State hockey, uh, known for, you know, for their leadership, known for their, their great players. And, um, you know, even if for some reason uh, she ends up going and playing in Europe for a bit, um, you know, Toronto will hold her rights. So if she does come back. Um, I think this is a smart move by Toronto. I mean, like you said, they had uh, three picks, you know, back to back to back. And obviously, they've obviously got a roster they they know of. So, you know, if you make this pick and kind of protect her for when she does come back, if you're really interested in, you know, her as a player, uh, you know, maybe as a leader, um, I think this is a good pick to even just dash away for Toronto.
0: Obviously, Toronto, with their first two picks in this round, have gone after forwards. So they're definitely addressing a need there to get maybe a little bit more scoring. But... Also, they have the fifth pick, and they pick the 23-year-old defender out of Oakville, Ontario, Taylor Davison. She's a PWHL Burlington Barracudas product that spent her collegiate career with York University, accumulating 46 points in 94 games.
1: Yeah, and I mean, 46 points in 94 games for a defenseman, I think that's pretty good. And they're trying to bring out, you know, you said they went back-to-back forwards, so I mean, they're trying to get their forwards up. But, you know, if you can get a defenseman that puts up that many points, that also helps you other a ton.
0: For being the new team in the league last year, they definitely uh, shook some things up and and went farther than anyone anticipated them going. So obviously a well-built team, and they're getting a lot more talent. I believe they even signed Soraya Tinker this offseason, so it looks like she's going to be playing with the Toronto Six this year instead of the Riveters. So addressing some needs there for sure. The final pick in the first round uh, with the sixth overall pick went to the Minnesota Whitecaps. And they selected Mack Lange, the 22-year-old defender out of East Grand Forks, Minnesota. And basically her college career was spent with Bemidji State Beavers and is the WCHA All-Academic Team and was named Student Athlete of the Year. Super talented defender there.
1: Yeah, and I agree. I mean, not only you're bringing a good defender, but with uh, what you talked about too, is you're bringing in someone who who's smart and who's a leader. Student athlete of the year, you know, it's usually something that's handed out to you know players that do well on and off the ice. So, um, and in the community as well. So I think you know you're bringing in a Minnesota girl to a Minnesota team. Um, you know, she seems to be a great person from you know everything she's won and all the accolades she has. So I think this is a great pick for Minnesota here.
0: Yeah, and this is the first round of picks for the NWHL this year. Now, there were four more rounds, and we won't go through everything there, but we're going to kind of go by team and just kind of, based off what teams picked, guess at what maybe these teams were trying to do in terms of building their teams or rebuilding their teams, because some teams did not have a great season, and other teams were amazing. So we're going to start off with Connecticut. Now, they had four picks, and with their four picks, they picked three forwards and a defender. So they picked, obviously, first overall, Tara Gerrard, but they picked Emma Pulaski and Grace Middleton, both forwards, as well as defender Hannah Bates. So clearly, Connecticut's looking for some offense.
1: He said they built out, you know, the three forwards. Obviously, you're, you're getting another line. You're getting competition for your forwards. Um, and then you're bringing in yeah. a defender to kind of just kind of shore up what you have already back there.
0: Yeah, and then Buffalo. Buffalo had seven picks this draft. So they picked four forwards and three defenders. Pretty well-balanced roster, but Buffalo needs a lot more scoring and they need definitely some more defensive, I guess, more defensive structure after just a sheer amount of shots that were allowed on Carly Jackson last year. But as we talked about it, they had Emily Harley they selected in the first round. They selected Angelica Diffendel, Kennedy Ganser, and Missy Siegel, as well as Allison Attea as forwards. And for defense, they selected Anna Zakova and defender Casey Traul out of Castleton University in the UK being the first ever British athlete drafted into the NHL.
1: You know, tip of the cap to Buffalo's scouts there to go all the way to UK to find a player that you know they think will help their team out. You know, Buffalo I think we're in a tough spot here if you look back at the at the bubble. They were having a little bit of problem scoring, but they were having a little problem with letting just a awful sheer amount of shots in on their goaltending I, I think they were the business in that back end so obviously they're going with three defenders there they're trying to to maybe help that help that out try to kind of really push but you know again with the four forwards you're you're trying to hopefully the, you know with the, the forwards they drafted they're going to work within their the defensive system which will help them push into their their offense so um you know they went pretty balanced and I, and I think that's really what Buffalo needed here
0: yeah, Buffalo's been really active this off season with signing their players. There's some teams that hadn't re-signed anybody yet. Buffalo's been extremely active on making trades, getting more picks, signing players in the off season. Clearly their scouting team is looking outside the box, going over there to England, which I've seen all the action over there on a lot of the English Twitter accounts. And, you know, she sparked a lot of interest and a lot of chatter in the British ice hockey community. And you combine that with, the what is it, Liam Kirk, the uh, Arizona draft pick? Yep. Just signing there with Arizona. And, yeah, there's been a ton of chatter over there in England in regards to just the quality of uh, – basically hockey players that England is now producing where they're, where they're getting scouted attention from these North American professional leagues. So really exciting stuff over there happening in England as their players keep getting picked up. Toronto had staggering eight picks. You thought Buffalo had a lot. Toronto had eight picks this draft and they selected six forwards and two defenders. So uh, obviously we talked about the three players they selected in the first round already, but in addition to that, in the second round they selected Annie McDonald a forward, as well as Rachel Marman, a defender. And third round, they selected forward Liana Marino. Fourth round forward Olivia Atkinson and fifth round forward Daria Tereshkina. So really apparently Toronto's looking for some offense.
1: Yeah, and I think it's it's pretty obvious what they did here. I mean, they went basically offense heavy, you know, right from the get go. And I think, um, you know, I think Toronto did a good job in that bubble. Um they had some solid games, you know, they they took a while to kind of get their first goal. Once they did, they kind of started getting rolling. And I think maybe what they want is just a little bit more pick me up in the front end and, you know, get moving quicker in the season. And I think, uh, you know, they did a good job. They found out uh, they found some players from some pretty good programs. And it, to me, I think they, they went pretty they went leadership pretty heavy here. And I, I think it's going to turn out good for them.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the second season goes for them. Minnesota had five picks, so they had the five picks, five rounds, and they had the most balanced of any team. They went after two defenders, two forwards, and the only team to go after a goalie. So in the first round, clearly they went after Mac, but in the second round, they selected defender Tina Campa. In the third round, forward Taylor Went, In the fourth round, goaltender Jenna Brenneman out of Penn State. Going to shout out my goalies there. And in the fifth round, forward Kendall Williamson so Minnesota just kind of staying balanced
1: yeah and I think Minnesota did a good job here as well you know they're you know they, maybe they felt good about their team they want to add some pieces but uh you know I think they definitely want the strategy here they went back to back Bemidji State uh, defenseman um you know the, a little bit of similarity or a little bit of familiarity sorry on uh on the back end there so you know if they can put them together on a line at least they've played together before and they can click sooner than later
0: Yeah, and that's probably a good strategy there, going after two defenders back-to-back from the same university. It's probably not the worst thing, especially, like you said there, for familiarity. Metropolitan had four picks, and uh, all defenders, man. So they had, in the second round, Caroline Ross. In the third round, Julia Scammell. In the fourth round, Jordan Senecio. And in the fifth round, Morgan Shower. So, Metropolitan,
1: uh, you need defense, eh? Yeah, I mean... They went pretty heavy on the D here, so I mean, if you're already on their D core, I'd be a little nervous. Uh, You got four new girls coming for your job here, so. Uh, But you know, maybe they saw a weakness on their team and they're just really ready to to up that up, and you know, maybe they'll look for for free agents and and trades for forwards here.
0: Yeah, and then even with their last pick in that round, they went with an LIU defender, Morgan Schauer. And I think that's an upcoming program there in the NCAA, the, the Long Island University. It's a really, really, really new program and already have a, a player selected out of it. It has a lot to say about where LIU might go. But then moving into Boston, they only had two picks, two picks in five rounds, and they went after two forwards. They had their first pick, not lying, in the fourth round. And they went with Finley Frechette, and in the fifth round, Abby Neeris. So two picks, two forwards, Boston. But they keep winning, right?
1: Yeah, that's the thing about Boston. Obviously, they've made some trades, and you know, it, it, when you make trades like that, it does hurt you in the, in the drafting process. But you know, if they're able to keep bringing in free agents and you know signings or whatever, they're going to keep being successful. Um, I think they have a very vet forward team, so I think bringing in girls who have kind of been around that style of play it will will really help them.
0: It's interesting to see what Boston did there and what all these teams did. And it was awesome to see this actually live. They haven't had this live yet in their entire existence. And to see this go live and just to see all the support from not only the hockey community, but from the women's sports community, from all over women's sports. It was really awesome to see the people that were announcing the draft picks. Just it was really, really cool. And I hope this continues to grow. I'm hoping that maybe in the near future we can actually see this on live television versus the internet and we can actually start seeing the nwhl draft kind of unfold like the nhl draft we're probably some years off from that but it would be exciting to see it sooner rather than later because it was it was really cool to finally see this live
1: yeah i agree and like you said they got to start building steam and i think they're heading in the right way here
0: i agree completely and so hopefully Hopefully, this is still to garner more attention and the National Women's Hockey League continues to build interest and continues to build its fan base. And hopefully the NHL jumps in and does what they should do to grow the women's game and to get this league to where it can actually pay a living wage and, and grow its fan base and get it more time, more attention and everything that this league deserves so that we can get this rolling and really give an opportunity for young girls that want to make hockey a professional career, an actual chance to make it a professional career. But it was really great to see this and it was great to see all these individuals get selected. So congratulations to all the draft picks and congratulations to everyone who's going to sign in the off season. And I can't wait for the next season of the NWHL. But until then, this is Chris and Sebastian Pigeonal Hockey. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch you next time.